In midwinter of 1998, I saw a red-haired 15-year-old boy in the Tiffin School library furiously photocopying. There were 5p coins and cutouts and glue arranged at his feet. This wasn't homework. This wasn't revision. This was a one-man publishing industry. I didn't know it at the time, but I was witnessing the creation of issue one of Weaving In and Out, a new Kingstonian fanzine founded by Ollie Steele, then the youngest fanzine editor in the UK. There were 50 copies, at 30p each. I was in year 11 and a newish, sometime K's fan. But something about the mysterious endeavour made an impression. If a club has a fanzine, it must be a proper operation. It must have fans. It must be worth exploring. In fact, for periods of the next two decades, there was more than one K's fanzine in direct competition, most notably during the infamous circulation wars fought between Weaving In and Out and its rival Cool for K's. Weaving In and Out was characterised by low production values, crude jokes about Sutton United, gonzo away trip reports, and only vaguely relevant cartoons. It was a long while later that I learned why it was called Weaving In and Out, Named after a terrorist song that dates back to the 1950s, the lyrics reportedly composed by Jack Goodchild, to whom issue one was dedicated, Jack having passed away at Christmas 1997. Sons of Kingstonian, weaving in and out like this, go the lyrics, while the fans make a swimming fish motion with the right hand, Jack usually conducting behind the goal. But weaving in and out wasn't the first K's fanzine, that accolade goes to Mark Murphy's irreverent NHS, No Home Stadium, founded in 1988. Though there had been respectable supporters club magazines before that time, including The Sportsman in the 1950s, this was a new breed of Kay's publication. NHS issue 4 was in fact rave-reviewed in City Limits, London's cult listings magazine, set up as a more left-wing timeout. NHS later morphed into The Searcher, which found its name in sarcastic homage to the club's general manager, Chris Kelly, who told me last week, As a youngster, I loved the John Ford Western, The Searchers, so I always wore Cuban heel boots, and case supporters inevitably took the piss. Taking the piss, a fine case tradition, though eventually Kelly banned The Searcher from being sold inside King's Meadow. In 1995, The Searcher called it a day, the final editorial citing a number of reasons, including we've run out of ideas, as has Chris Kelly, and the Conservative government are trying to privatise my workplace. But there were two more special editions of The Searcher, one in late 1996 called The Sack, which marked Kays and Manchester City being level on five managers each for the still young season, while in 2004 it published Coslier, 24 pages on Kay's asset stripper and friend of the Wombles, Rajesh Kosler, and his complicated relationship with the truth. So by the mid-90s, Cool for Kay's ruled the roost, only briefly challenged by, yes, you guessed it, Cooler for Kay's, a special edition rival distributed at the Guardian Insurance League Cup final in 1996. Cool for Kay's had in fact begun as a splinter from the searcher, and was itself the victim of market forces in 2002 by the teen-inspired upstart Weaving In and Out. Weaving In and Out continued until its demise in 2004, in the later era capably edited by Ali Kazimi from his bedroom, and with somewhat more sophisticated production. Kazimi went on to become the case press officer, in a classic example of both poacher turned gamekeeper. 
The Weaving In and Out brand did re-emerge, however, as a controversial Twitter account in 2017, channeling the old anarchic spirit to wind up opponents and assorted non-league bigwigs. Achievements included an attempt to arrange an ultras fight with the wrong Ashford, United, not Middlesex, in the car park adjacent to the running horse in Leatherhead before an FA Trophy clash in the dining era, and a protracted spat with Corinthian casuals hooligan element over their amateur playing budget. Kay's fan content is of course to be found online these days, not least in this podcast, which has revived the weaving in and out name without asking its forebears permission. I hope they forgive me. Episode 5 is an interview with duo Simon Cooper and Ollie Cook. Hope you enjoy it. Thanks to Jamie Cutteridge for joining us. Uh, Jamie and I have a theory that great centre-back partners must also be close friends who know each other intimately. So for this interview, without any preparation, warning or revision, we're going to quiz you in turn on how well you know your centre-back partner. So the first question goes to Ollie Cook about Simon Cooper. How many goals did Simon Cooper score for Merston in his first full season? Uh, I'm going to go four. 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 Uh, I've, got the, I've, got the, I've got the correct answer, answer here, but Simon, Simon no doubt that. you know the answer. Oh, it's double, double figures, figures, I think, yeah. I believe. Well, it was, well, it was 17. 17. Yeah. yeah. Coops, where, Coops, where was you playing? Some statistics. None of the 17 were penalties. Nope. Nope. All open, All play, open play, I believe. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. But call like, those, those days are over. <laughs> <laughs> Ollie, aren't you quite high up? Is like penalty taking lists. Yeah, I'm yeah, after the Cavs. So if you'd been fit towards the end of the season, we'd have scored a couple that um, Fabio and Coca missed, right? Yeah, yeah, correct. <laughs> All right, so All right, that's no, so that's points, no points due to Ollie for that one. Over to, Jamie. Over to Jamie. Okay, Simon, for which club did Ollie Cook start out as a youngster? I'm going to say Southampton, I think. Ollie? I mean, yeah, from 16, yeah, from 16 onwards. onwards. We've got an, we've, that, it was Fulham. Yeah, we've got Fulham down here. Uh, uh, I'll give him half a point, to be fair. <laughs> no, 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 we're being more harsh than that. It's still nil-nil. Both of you keeping a clean sheet. Taymor desperate to drive a wedge between the centre-halves here. All right. All right. Ollie, your Ollie, next, your question, next about question about Simon. Simon. How, old How old is Simon, is Simon Cooper? Cooper? 32. 32. Oof. I've got a different, got a different answer, answer here. Simon? Simon? One, 32 in June. Yeah, I, yeah, thought, I thought, thought you were 31. Look at him aging, Look at him aging you. <laughs> Simon, the same question for you. How old is Ollie Cook? 21. 21. <laughs> Ollie? 22. 22. 22. Oh, man. It's all falling apart. This is shocking. This, is shocking. this, this quiz is the Harry Osborne to these two, <laughs> just coming in and breaking things up. All right, all right. Ollie. Ollie. Oh, hang on, Jamie. Oh, hang on, Jamie. Oh, no, my, oh, no, my, my turn. <laughs> 
What, 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 did, what Simon did Simon Cooper, Cooper do on the 14th, on the 14th of, February, of February 2019? 2019. Um, um, I'm going to guess got married. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Bonus, bonus point. What is his, what is wife's, his wife's name? name? Oh, no. oh, I have no clue. <laughs> Have a guess. Oh, Leanne. Oh, Leanne. Leanne? Leanne? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why Leanne is a funny guess, but it is a funny guess. It's so specific. It's so specific. <laughs> it's not well, first name first name, first name, first name would come to mind. <laughs> um, um, Simon, what, Simon, what, what is your wife's your name? Sarah. Sarah. <laughs> not far, okay. not far okay. off then. Well, he, well he, he, got, he, got, he got the main question, the main question right. right, so Cook, Cook yeah. takes the lead. Simon, was it a risk having a mid-season wedding? Did you miss a game for that? Um, uh, no, I, I did it on a Thursday, so okay. I, was for, I was available for the Saturday. Famously, uh, Ryan Moss got married on a Saturday during a K's season um, and took half the back four with him to his own wedding and we got knocked out of the FA Trophy. I don't think we ever forgave him. Still training. They were still training on the Thursday night, so unfortunately, I couldn't invite any of the boys to the wedding. <laughs> oh, but you like. So, question for Simon: Which national league side did Ollie Cook play for on loan at the end of the 2017-18 season? Arrow. Yes, spot on. Spot on. Question. Question. Which of Which these of clubs, clubs did Simon did Cooper, Simon Cooper not, not play for? Play for. All right. All right. Carl Sholton, Guildford City, City, Cray Valley Cray Paper, Paper Mills, Mills Chipstead, Chipstead, AFC Croydon Athletic, Merston. I'm going to go with Cray Valley. Yes. yes. He's not that simple. <laughs> Is that, is that two... How many goals has Ollie Cook scored for K's? Three. Three. Ollie? I think it's two. I think it's two, isn't it? Uh, I, I haven't got the answer here. I thought you might know. Yeah, yeah it's two. Yeah, it's I'm two, sure. I'm pretty sure. I remember one. I remember one. A kind of back post poke. poke. What, yeah, one in, what, the, yeah, FA one in the FA Cup against... against um, Walton. The first goal yeah, of our yeah. cup run. That was you. Yeah, you started yeah, that off. Yeah. And then, uh, one, and against then one against casuals, casuals in, the trophy, in the trophy, I think. Oh. Oh. Okay. Great research for these questions. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, you maintain your lead. Right, who's next? Right, who's next? You. Oh, okay. Last question. How many followers, How many followers does Simon, does Cooper Simon Cooper have on Twitter? Have on Twitter? And, you can, be and within, you can be within 50 to get the point. I'm not even think I follow him. <laughs> um, I, I'll, go um, five, I'll go 500. Oh. Oh. 296. Two, nine, an average, yeah, average case, 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 case crowd. 
just for the record, Ollie, your second K's goal was at home to Merstham, not against Casuals. Scoring against your former club. And you... Well, against Casuals, it doesn't say that you scored in that game. Oh, really? Oh, really? I might be Marston, yeah. Yeah, no, it was. Yeah, no, it was, to be fair. Yeah. It says that day, Louis, Harry Osborne and uh, and Cav scored twice. Yeah, no, it was against Marston. Anyway, uh, so this is a chance... Oh, no. Is there anyone? No, this is a chance for you to equalise, right, Ollie? Coops. Coops. Oh, yeah. I think it's. It's a very smooth operation, this, right? It's 2 1 to Ollie. Yes. And this is the last question for Simon to equalise 2 2. Yeah. I'm going to make up a question because the other two you've written, Tamer, I don't think very interesting. By the way, one of them was really good. Which one? Yeah, the commuting one. Yeah, where he lived for like three months. Yeah, that's good. No, I don't think it is. I don't think it is. Um. <laughs> Coops, which defender does uh, Ollie try to model his game on? Oh. Oh, you, actually know, you actually know the answer to this? No, I'm no, I'm making it up. No, I'm making it up. Um, I don't know. He's I don't know. Pretty, pretty, pretty no, non- no nonsense, nonsense defender. defender. Um, um, Tony Adams, Tony maybe. Okay, Ollie. Oh, um, um, I, 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 I heard Tony Adams, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, to, be fair, to be fair, I actually don't want it on anyone. I like to take a little bit from a few. I'll give Tony Adams because he's Mr. Arsenal. Oh, so it's 2-2? It's 2-2. Fitting that, isn't it? Given the first team coach. Yeah. Bonus centre-backs question. Oh, yeah, this is good. Yeah, yeah. So we well, asked so Hayden, Hayden Bird, who, who were his were three all-time favourite centre-backs in football. And he named, and he named three. three. So, so have, a go have a go at guessing, guessing the three, the three he, named. he named. And you'll get a and point, you'll get a point for each one you name. He's going to have someone from the 50s in there, isn't he? <laughs> Um, um, I'll say John Terry. I'll say John Terry. Who just said that? Who just said that? Cookie. Cookie. All right, that's a point to Ollie That's correct. That's correct. John Terry. I'll tell you more. You've got. I mean, you've both got. You've got to let them both give three, and then see oh, who got the most oh. right. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. Good point. Um. Um. I'll go. Tony I'll go Tony Adams as well. And, and uh, uh, throw Carl in there. Now Tamor, oh. don't don't tell him how many he got. Okay, I'll wait. Okay, I won't. Because now Coops can answer and we can see how they compare. I'm gonna have to stick, have to stick with the Chelsea theme and go with John Terry, John Terry and Carl as well. And I'll, and I'll have to throw in Frank the Buff. Ooh. Ooh. So, so, Hayden, Hayden in fact, showed John Terry, John Terry Carvalho, Carvalho, 
And David and Luiz. David Luiz. Oh, I should have known. Oh, I should have known. David drawn, Luiz. Hang on, have they drawn 2-2 again? They've drawn 2-2 again. I think you, you can't speak higher of this partnership, can you? That their commitment to being a partnership, that they will tie any element of this quiz that we keep throwing at them. No, you can't, no, you can't separate these two. Exactly. Except from an injury that rules you out for the second half of the season, presumably. Uh, well, uh, yeah, well, yeah, that one, of, that, one obstacle. <laughs> that will allow you to separate them. Um, Tamor, should we talk about football with them briefly rather than um, just asking them inane questions? Uh, sure. Uh, although sure. I will although just, add, will just that add that Ollie Cook, Ollie Cook commuted, commuted from Manchester, from Manchester to Bath. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I did. It was a tough three months. Tamor, how do you know this? Where did Go I on, Jamie, talk football here. Well, so how how is your year at K's so uh, thus far compared to being at Merston? Who wants to say? Um, it's, um, it's a different kind of feel, kind to, of each feel club, to each club, I suppose. Merston's um, um, kind, of kind of a more family family feel around, around, around the club. Um, um, with with kind of kind of a family a family feel ambition, ambition. Um, um and case and case is more of a we're a we're a big non league non league football club, football club that needs that needs to get back to, get being, back like to a, being like a a big a big non league football club. Um, um so I think so I think that anything we did at Merston we kind of we kind of overachieved. And anything, and anything we do at Kingstonian is expected. expected. Do you enjoy that pressure? Yeah, yeah. Um, um, I play better, I play under, better pressure. under pressure. Perform under, Perform better, under, under pressure. better under pressure. Um, um, it's, it's, more it's, it's more enjoyable for, mm. me for me personally. And what about and what about you guys as a partnership? So, is it how was it a year you played together at Merston? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. So. Uh, I played with Coops uh, pretty much the whole season. season. Last season. Last season. Um, obviously, um, we did really well. With Jake Hutchins in there. And then, and then took just took that into this season. You know, when you play with someone for that amount of time in that many games, you kind of get a feel for where they're going to be on the pitch and what they can give you, what their strengths and weaknesses are, how you can help them, etc. And and how how much adjustment did it take? Because you know you're playing with two different fullbacks basically. You know, I know Ben came over, but in reality you played most of this season with Fabio on the left and Sean on the right, and Harry kind of being in and around as well. Um, how much adjustment does that take to move from a partnership into like a unit of four? Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah I mean, you look at the professional game, game and everyone likes to keep it back four together. Um, um, but in but this, in sense, this sense, you know, you, you know, know, you know what Sean's going to bring. He's great going, going forwards, um, um, he's and he's got a, kind of a, a, a streetwise street steel to him that he brings from his professional, professional days. Um, and then you've um, got, you got Harry, kind of who's kind of a centre back playing right back, doing it very well. So you know what each other brings. You know, you know, Sean's going to fly, and that you're going to have to come around a little bit more. And then, and then when Harry plays, when Harry plays you know he's going to be a little bit closer to you for the centre about instincts. Um, so, um, you so you just kind of adjust. You, you know, you, know, you, you get a feel pretty early on. 
which which you know you know whichever one whichever you one you play with. Simon, Simon, I think you're back, back on you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, I had a question about about the file game because because we defended, we defended so well, so well that game. game. You dealt with you Danny, dealt with Rowe, Danny Rowe, Rowe, who ended up in the league a couple of months a couple of months later. Um, did you um, feel did you feel coming off the coming pitch off the pitch at the end of that that you you kind, you kind of done the job that you set out to do, to do but two just of the most of the most frustrating goals, goals possible. Yeah, it was frustrating. Yeah, it was frustrating. First I mean, the first message I got on my phone when I came off the pitch was from one of my pals saying, well done for getting a goal and assist in the second round of the FA Cup. But yeah, I mean, personally and as a team, I felt we defended really well. I thought we played really well with the ball. And the two goals came at bad times for us. Yeah. Yeah. What did you make? What did you make of that game, um, um, Ollie? Ollie. On, on, on another on day, day, probably a draw. Probably a draw. Um, um, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. I think just on, on, just on Danny on Rowe and whoever we played up with up top. First of all, like they were, uh, like they were the best we played against, we played against last season. Not in terms, not in terms of what they did with the ball, but they just worked like absolute dogs for ninety minutes. And 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 that that's hard for. Any centre back to deal with. But they pressured you, didn't they? When when you were on the ball, they were just on you, on you, on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's the difference on the day on the day as well. Another day might have been a draw, but that's the difference between you know national league and our league full time and not being full time. You get you get you get goals like that. Do you think that's one of the things the team most needs to work on next season? In that you know you saw it in the file game, but also. In that Ches- in the Chessent game as well, that was another game where a team pressed us really high up the pitch and we struggled a little bit. Is that is that the next thing that we need to improve on? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean there's a few things, but, but that's definitely, that's definitely one, of one of them. Um, um, I think at I times, think at times we, can we can tend to tend overplay. To overplay. Um, um, I don't know how you don't hate me saying that. That's it. He's going to transfer this. He listens to this punk. <laughs> the first episode one, he said he listened in the bar. <laughs> <laughs> That's no, not an even genuine Sorry, sorry. You can still play with a play pass. With a pass. It just sometimes has to go a little bit longer, you know. And whether that's a running behind or you drop it, you drop it into the target man and move up the pitch that way. And you know, you know, me and Coops have played in games where if you get you get turned around and you face your own goal early on, you naturally drop off five to ten yards. Um, and, then um, and then it's easier to play through. Do you have these conversations with Hayden on the training pitch? From time to From time. From time to time. <laughs> Don't usually end very well. <laughs> All right. All right. Finally, Finally when, in your, when heart, in your heart, do you think, do you think we're going to be we're going to be back watching you watching playing, you playing football, football again? Tough one. Tough one. Not till at least November, December. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, can't, I, I can't see it being played before, played before that. Because um, um, non-league, they won't start again. No, exactly. No, exactly. Non-league's about the fans, and if you can't have fans at games, then there's no non-league. Yeah. yeah.